What is going on, you beautiful humans out there in podcast land? It's the king of the couch back in your ear hole, deep down in your ear holes for another edition of the King of the Couch podcast, world's greatest podcast, 8.20 p.m., 27th of the 4th, 2021. It's a Tuesday night. Oh, long weekends. Oh, I can feel it. I'm a bit sore from the long weekend. Just coming off it, a little bit tender. My soul's a little bit tender. But I'm all right now. I'm feeling good. Thanks for asking. Physically feeling fit. Dog the gym tonight because I've got a lot of shit on. Needed to do a podcast. And I did a UFC 261 breakdown just before this. So if you're a... Uh, if you're a cage fighting fanatic like myself, go over and hear it on your local Spotify or iTunes or wherever else you get me down your ear holes. But there'll be no UFC chat, and that's why I did a breakdown. So just a pure weekly show where we talk about everything else and my weekend. But yeah, just come off a long weekend, and it's a Tuesday night. I had, honestly, I had the best intentions uh, of doing the podcast last night, but it was just a largey. Yeah, i got to be honest, it was a largey for me, and I was just cooked by the end of the weekend. And I've mentioned here at least once that if the vibe is not right, you know what I mean? I'm an artist, okay? I'm an artist. I make art, not content. And when I'm not feeling it, I'm not going on stage, okay? I'm not going on stage, all right? I'll forfeit my pay, which I don't get paid anyway. Well, I'll forfeit the fucking thing that I get off you people, the the, the the ego, the stroke. But yeah, I wasn't feeling it last night, so I didn't want to jump on. Plus, I wanted to be with my family and stuff as well. Let's just, let's just blame it on the family. I wanted to be with that, and I'm a, gr- I'm a great dad. I'm a father of the year and a great partner, so I wanted to spend my time with them and finish off the weekend. But nevertheless, this is episode 90, cracking on here to a century. So we will get stuck into the weekend. Of course, it was Anzac Day uh, weekend here in Australia. Well, I think the world, I guess. I'm not really sure. I mean, I know they're in Gallipoli, so I'm not sure if that makes it an international thing. I don't know. But it was definitely Anzac Day here in Australia. So it was a long weekend, so that fell on Sunday, and we got the public holiday on Monday. So I had a bit of a freak out. I was having a meeting on Friday, and I was gearing up for the long weekend, and the guy in the meeting was like, he was down south, and he was like, I was like, man, I'm just, I'm gearing up for this long weekend. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, they've moved it. He's like, it's not on. And I was like, I was like, mate, what? I was like, me and the whole company and everybody in Queensland I'm speaking to thinks that we have Monday off. He's like, no, I'm pretty certain you don't because I was trying to sell him some stuff on a meeting. I was like, yeah, shit, you're probably right. So we riffed on it, we bantered on it, we lolled about it, but he was wrong and I was right. I went hard on the long weekend. Anyway, without further ado, let's break down my weekend. And then got a few topics to discuss tonight. Some good, some outrageous, some just fucking flat out ridiculous. But I'm going to discuss them nonetheless. Friday night. Okay, my good friends Tim and Gemma, the newly uh, crowned residents of Caloundra. They've come up from Melbourne. So it was good to see them. So he's a guy I work with, but uh, we're good mates. So it was good to see him. We, we, we cracked on to some beers, got some pizza, and they came around to our house, um, which I appreciate because we've got Arabella. So it just makes that a little bit easier, you know, to, to sort of get her to bed and just sort of chill out in your own home. Um, but selfishly, I wanted to watch the Broncos game. Tim's from... Melbourne, so he has no idea what the hell NRL even is. He's never heard of it. So I was like, look, come over, mate, and I'll show you what NRL is. And what better team to show him uh, what NRL is than the fucking Brisbane Broncos, you know? Uh, I should have prefaced it to him. I said, this this is how an NRL team should not play NRL. 
and then put on the Broncos game. Uh, I'll riff on the Broncos real quick because it's disgusting being a Broncos fan at the moment. Last week, they gave us such good hope. They honestly had us like nearly coming in our pants because they nearly beat the top of the table. I mean, the Panthers have lost once in 26 games against the grand final winners, the Storm, last year. So that was it. I mean, yeah, look, shit game to lose, you know what I mean? And you can win as many games as you want in a row, but if you lose the big one, people will quickly forget. But anyway... What I'm trying to get at is they're on a tear. The Broncos look good, nearly won. So coming into this game, I had high hopes. I was thinking, yes, they're gonna they're gonna win. They're gonna win. I backed them because I haven't backed them the last two weeks, and I backed them this week. Thinking, yep, they're gonna get up. It's playing a Darwin. It's a different team. Yeah, no, nothing. They delivered nothing for me. Lost 46-6. It was disgusting. I was so annoyed that I turned the TV off for 55 minutes because I really wanted to focus on my friends that had come around. You know, they clearly had no fucking idea about the game. The three of them were trying to talk around me, and I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. That was mad every time the Broncos got a try put on them. But anyway, I just get, I'm just i a bit heated too because I'm in a fucking tipping comp this year, you know, so there's money on the line. It's like, look, I, I went with my heart here, and you've let me down. So next week I'm going with my brain. So they're playing the Titans this weekend. I'm going to have to back the Titans. That's what it is. They've lost Tom Dearden. Well, that's a huge loss, but it's a half nonetheless. And they've got Dearden back and a new guy, Tyson Gamble. I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about NRL anymore. But yeah, I'll, I'll eventually make some fucking sport breakdowns, I think, just to rip it out of the weekly show, especially while the Broncos are losing. But it was a good night. Look, I will say Friday night's a great night. For me, the combo of beer and pizza and friends, some fucking laughter, it's a it's a winning combo. I um, Yeah, it was, it was a really good night, honestly. I think I went to bed somewhat early on Friday night. Actually, I can't remember. But look, I had enough drinks to, to have a good time. I don't know if I got tucked in a bit of champagne after I left. I'm not really sure. Oh, that's my thing at the moment. I've got to slow down. And it's like have a few beers, then a champagne. And as I say every week, you just can't stop at one or two glasses. That's ridiculous. So it's always the whole bottle. But it was a great night Friday night. It was a really, really good night. I was, um, yeah, just Friday night's fun. It's a great night, you know. So pizza, beer, laughter that's what you want on a friday night ah so good saturday saturday was a great day the weather here i will say the weather here in queensland is cranking at the moment you know we're heading into those cooler months but if you get in the queensland sun it's still nice and hot so we um i can't remember we did some shit at home on saturday morning doesn't matter it's irrelevant i'm gonna just doesn't not even talking about it but we we got the family well i got the family we packed them in the car got all our togs on went down to king's beach went up to the unpatrolled site too we just thought no we're not having that that flags bit of shit we're going up here near the rocks where it's dangerous and cool and it was fun it was so good Abrella just refused to wear togs it's okay we didn't try too hard there's no one there we didn't really care but it was good so nice honestly so nice to get in the water hey i i i, I don't know I can't, I can't remember what it was like never living at the beach you know like i feel so at home at the beach now and i don't even get to see it that much frankly but it just feels so nice to be beachside you know anyone that listen that is beachside i'm sure they will relate you know people are always wanting to leave the city to get to the beach now i call this the beach my home so it's it's a it's a lovely thing but it's a good time to spend with the family and uh, i will give it the shout out these two guys they were they were cruising around i saw them i was a bit wary you know i was i was, I was kind of had my uh my my safety goggles on if you will uh metaphorical ones of course but i saw them out there two motherfuckers they were they were like scuba diving or whatever you call it snorkeling and they had these whopping big spear guns. And I was thinking, oh, God, I hope these guys are pretty skilled with these spear guns. I don't want them to fucking, you know, let them off accidentally and pierce me and the family. But no, they were good. They just pierced a flathead instead. And they come out. I was like, man, is that a flathead? And he's like, yeah, that's a flathead. And I was like, 
Whoa, that is a living. That was some man shit that he did there. So I couldn't do that. Wouldn't want to do that, frankly. But it was it was cool. It was cool to see. But it was good, honestly. Just um, just just hanging around on the Saturday. Uh, we come home. We're a bit cooked. The beach takes it out of you. But we were just sort of chilling, did some stuff at home. And then in the day, Beck and I have been. We sort of have been having this this sort of underground, uh, unspoken kind of like internal fight about retail and how we both want to go shopping, but we don't want to spend certain type of money from our bank accounts on the, on the clothes that we want to buy. So we've got a bit of a credit card, a bit of a cheeky credit card, and we both love retail therapy. I will, I will just preface this bit by saying we love retail therapy. And I'm like, look, it's coming into winter again. I've got a couple of key pieces I want to get. I need some new jeans. You want some stuff. She's always showing me shit, eh? The difference is that she has like a high, highly expensive taste, you know? So she'll show me one jacket for like 150 or 200 bucks where I'm like, I'm really digging like cotton on a H&M because I know that I've got other things that I want to spend money on. I don't want to sit in the house with a $200 jacket and can't go out for one beer because it, frankly, the beer's like sewed within the cotton in the jacket. So... For the for the one hundred or two hundred dollars, I can usually get a couple of couple of things, maybe three or four, and she gets one. So we went out and Saturday afternoon for some retail therapies. She's gone into one store. She's looking at it was witchery. She's looking at all these different things. So we sort of come to an agreement. What I was getting at there before, sorry, was we I wanted to use a credit card. I think she wanted to use a credit card, but we're trying to be like proper with our accounts and stuff like that. And I was like, look, I was like, frankly, it's fun for me retail therapy, but I don't want to spend my fun money on it because this is a necessity. I'm coming into winter, I only warmth. You're the same, babe. This is a credit card issue. So yeah, look, we we tagged a little bit of money on the credit card because we needed to survive. It was a survival technique. I I come away with a white like crew jumper like a like a sweatshirt man i really wanted one white such a dangerous color too with the two-year-old but i wanted it i looked at it i was like fuck i feel like i've got a pretty good pretty good vision for fashion you know so i like it but true to true to form it's already got some chocolate and vegemite stains on it so i'm gonna have to soak that son of a bitch i got a cool new striper shirt just a t-shirt was a banger it was like it was like seven bucks or ten bucks from h&m was down it's they're just basically giving away these things i've got this cool as fuck like sports jacket i wore it out to the dawn service because it was cold but it was like it's like pink and black oh honestly i love it. it's got a hood it's got these pockets oh god i love it it's one of those ones that you put in you feel like a different person and i was I, I'd, I'd seen it months ago like two months ago three months ago i was like i should get this but it's too hot right now man got it 60 bucks bang i'll be wearing that all winter i look like a proper fresh lad down at the dawn service and i got something else but it escapes me right now ah yes new uh new like jogger pants i one of those like sort of like cool long pants that have like the the cargo things on the side you might laugh but like this is functional fashion ladies and gentlemen beck's always like yeah hold my giant iphone so now i've got a pocket with its name on it it's called go inside my cargo pant on the right side here but now really cool um, you'll just have to see me and so I'm just going to have to do some Instagram stories over the next few weeks when I'm wearing them but yeah I, honestly I can't wait for it to get cool again because I really want to go out and wear this white jacket somewhere uh, the pink jacket somewhere and the white hoodie actually um, Beck, I don't think she came around with like a couple of things but I did really well Arabella even got a little princess dress as well so she's got this thing with princess dress and it's got like sort of a tutu-y kind of material on the bottom she likes it does a spin in it who am I to break a child's heart so I always buy it for her or anyone is around buys it for her so uh, we bought it. So that was fun. Retail therapy was fun. And then Saturday night, just played it cool. We stayed in, Beck and I and Arabella. We didn't do much. I had the dawn service on Sunday morning, so I wanted to play it slightly cool. So just, you know, had a handful of beers instead of like two big handfuls of them. Um, no, nah, seriously, I had a couple of beers, a couple of drinks, but I, I was all good. I can't remember what we had for dinner. And 
the highlight of that night, uh, we put on straight out of Compton, uh, the classic NWA biopic. I've still got like an hour left. I've seen it before, but it was a good movie. I liked it. It was, like, I don't know the story that well. I know NWA, and it just, there's a couple of bits in that movie where you're just like, fuck, man, like when you, you know, like the, the cops are always giving them shit and stuff like that, and you just think, oh, God, what a way to live. So uh, I'm sure it was very true, and obviously there's things like that going in the world still. So we won't talk about that shit tonight. All I'm saying is straight out of Compton, very good movie. I liked it anyway. And that was me, that was me Saturday, me Saturday, my Saturday. Why am I saying that? I'll sound like an idiot. That was my Saturday night. Sunday was, of course, Anzac Day. So, I, I had set the alarm early, 4.15 to be exact. I was going to pick up my mate Tim. We are going out to Kings Beach to do the Anzac Day Dawn service in my new fresh as fuck jacket. But it was, um look, it's a nice thing to do. I will say I will say this, that, yeah, I just feel like it's one of those things you do. I'll riff on it. I'll riff on it soon. I've got a little bit about gratitude and stuff I wanted to just rehash, but I, 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 will, I will say about that. Uh, after, I was Look, I'll be honest, I was fucking tired after that. Uh, um, it was good to get up, but I was cooked. I was watching the early fight past prelims, and I was sort of nodding off on the couch. But before that, I will say we went and had a, a coffee with Stu and Tani. They were walking past our house. We were out the front. It was just meant to be. So that was nice, having a coffee with them. After that, after we chilled for a bit, we were heading up to Jordan and Amelia's to watch UFC 261, which I won't talk about UFC on this podcast because I've done a separate UFC 261 breakdown. Go and check it out, you cage fighting fanatics. But it was a top day. We always have a great day with Jordan and Amelia. Uh, Jordan's family came around, and I used to uh, look. I know them fairly well as well, so it was good. I, I love, I love families. You know, I love my own family, and I love my friends' families as well. Like they're all good people, and I'm always been one of those. I'd say like an old soul. I've always made time for my friends' parents and their siblings you know as long as they're decent people as well but touch wood generally speaking all the friends that i have they all have great families and and the grives clan are are no different so it was good to see them i haven't seen them in ages and um we were just you know having a few drinks in the pool i got in the pool he's got the spa and the the pool combo and arabella wanted to get in the pool and this is the thing this is a heroic thing you do as a father it's a very brave thing like it was fucking freezing that pool but i was like if your daughter wants to get in that pool you you be a man you get in that pool you're right so i did that that was fun had some curry up there, had some sushi. It was a lovely day. In fact, it was so lovely. I had, I had so many beers and some of that really nice rosé, and I couldn't remember getting home. I got home. Once I was home, I was all right. It was just a, it was nice. I remember getting in the car, bang. What a great day that was. Back, boom, I remember waking up in the driveway. That's it. It was like a long-haul flight. That's exactly the way you want to do a long-haul flight. An hour up the fucking Bruce and back. So good. Um, but yeah, great day. Good way to spend a Sunday. That's like my ideal Sunday. UFC, mates, family, having a few drinks, eating some good food. That's like the ideal Sunday for me. Now, it's a long weekend, so we've got Monday off. So you wake up Monday initially, like, especially if you had a few drinks, you wake up with that initial shock of, oh, fuck, I've got work, and I'm a little bit hung here. Actually, no, I don't. It's a fucking Monday, and we've got the day off. Shit, yeah. What do we do, you know? Because things are closed and stuff like that. Um, I was a little, I was tired, actually. I think because I hadn't slept pretty much not at all the night before and the day before and stuff like that because of the dawn service. I was tired, so I slept in a little bit, came down to the couch, sort of slept on the couch a bit, was with Arabella. Then we went down to the beach, down to uh, Shelly Beach with Stu and Tani, hung out there for a bit, sort of hour, two hours in the, in the sun, just sort of chilled out with their triplets and, and little Arabella. And it was so good. It was just a nice day. Like I said, the weather is cranking here at the moment, and it's great. Went and did the groceries, the grocery run, you know, that the middle class do. That was that was all right. It was actually it was a good time to get the groceries. I, I, I love cooking, so sometimes it's pretty fun to, to, you know, pick up the recipe ingredients or whatever the fuck I'm trying to get out here. But... Did a little slow cooker stew, unreal. Had that for dinner tonight. Cooked some uh, fried rice. I did the chicken separately. It was it was good. It was a great little thing. 
I oh, look, I'm pretty. I got a different sort of fried rice, but I put sesame oil in it. I put soy sauce in it. I put some Chinese fire spice in it. I put a fair bit of garlic and a fair bit of ginger in it. Sauté those spring onions in there. They're nice. Another thing I can think and recommend to you folks is squeeze a bit of lime in there. I didn't have any lime, but squeeze a bit of lime. It freshens it up. It's nice. It's delicious. Anyway, enough of the cooking show. And um, yeah, that was pretty much Monday. I thought there was going to be some sport on. I thought for sure they did an Anzac Day game of AFL or something, but they didn't. And anyway, that's okay. Didn't lose too much sleep over it. But uh, yeah, chilled out for a fairly good while yesterday and um, had some dinner last night, had a few beerios last night. And um, we watched a movie called The Brave One. So anyway, that was my weekend. Watched a movie. I'll break it down. Actually, it's on stance called The Brave One. It's got Jodie Foster in it and Terrence Howard. It's a bit of an older one, but I like it. It's a revenge flick and a good revenge flick. Quite quite vicious in parts. So um, I'd say like an 8 or 9 out of 10. People are like, oh, it's a bit predictable. I'm like, yeah, but like, not really. I thought it was a bit twisted, actually. I liked it. But yeah, her husband dies, unfortunately. These fucking New York thugs kill him. She gets bashed to bits as well. She lives. She sort of becomes a bit of a, you know, La Femme Nikita type. You know, she sort of goes on a bit of a rampage. I liked it. I like revenge flicks. I, I, I don't want to talk too much here because I'll get into these deep, dark fantasies about revenge flicks. But very good. If you're looking for a movie one night, The Brave One on Netflix, um, Jodie Foster rocking some sort of 90s bowl cut thing. I don't know what she was thinking, but yeah, it was 2007. Who, who the fuck knows what she was thinking? That was my weekend. All right, got a few things to talk about tonight. Won't be a huge, huge episode tonight, but knowing me, I could stretch it out just the way I do. I love to talk. Gratitude. I talk about this on my Fuck Yeah Fridays show on the Friday just past. If you haven't heard it, go and check it out. That's a new little new little thing I'm doing on a Friday just to just to drum you up for the weekend. But yeah, I wanted to talk about the just the gratitude. It sort of hit me coming into, I don't know why, there was something that made me want to be grateful on Friday morning. You should always be grateful, I will say that. It's just not a fucking motivational episode or anything like that. But it's it, you've got to keep coming back to that gratitude sometimes or else you, you might have a bad time. So I talked about it on Friday. And then doing the dawn service on Sunday morning, it just sort of reaffirmed that gratitude, you know, like... You know these guys have died when they were young and lost family, and then the time back then was just so different and so foreign to what it is now. You just think, "Fuck, man, it must have it must have been hell," you know, war and things like that. And going at a young age, thinking you're running, you know, going into something and it's fucking just horrible. Um, and then years later, you know, like they do it for people like myself, and and, and we get to live in a great country, a, a really good country. You know, there's some yeah, every country can be better. Let's put it that way, but it's a great country. You know what I mean? I can I can get up. You know, the the hardest thing I had to do that day was get up at 4.15 a.m. and try to keep my eyes awake all day. And it was okay. I could do that. It's easy enough to do that. I got to wear my nice new fucking jumper jacket thing down there, which I got to spend my money on that I made. You know, it was all these things. Well, I know, I know we spent on credit, but I will be spending my money on that credit soon. So it's okay. But they're just little things like that. You know, there's, there's gratitude. You know I mean? You've got the phone with the alarm so you can get up. You're, you're lucky enough to get up, you know, and not from a nice warm bed. You've got the fuel and the car to get you there. I've got a mate that was willing to come with me. It was great having friends. You know, things like that. We're all there having a good time. Come home. My family's here. The coffee's here. You know, my my little daughter's here. We go and play. We've got all the toys. There's so much, you know what I mean? We've got to see our friends, go and have coffee. It was just one of those things. So I feel like you... For the Anzacs, right, the least you could do if you're not doing the dawn service, and this isn't me getting on my fucking soapbox or anything like that, but uh, just a few years ago, I thought, you know what, I never did this as a kid, and my pop always did it, and I look up to him, and I thought, 
I got to I got to go and do that, and and it's just a thing I've been doing, you know. And it fell on the back of a Saturday night, and I thought, you know what, I could go out and just get pissed and have an excuse, but I thought, nah, not doing it. Got to get up, got to show my respect. And mate, there was like a thousand, two thousand people down at Kings Beach, so it was really good to see. But um, yeah, I don't know why I wanted to talk about that. I just felt compelled to sort of harp on about gratitude again, and also the dawn service because those guys, those young men and women, probably back then they made some huge sacrifices you know I, I i war is scary war is probably unnecessary in a lot of ways in this day and age but back then it is what it is i'm not going to harp on about the past but people made the ultimate sacrifice so the ultimate sacrifice i can make for them you know is fucking get up and go to the dawn service if that's the least i can do then i've done that and i feel good about that so just yeah take a step back have a think what you're grateful for go and sometimes we're having a really bad time Beck and I will do this we'll go and say go and go and tell me three things that you're grateful for or five things whatever the fuck it is you want to zing them with but go and tell me three things anyway that is it that's my gratitude bit so yeah anyway I have the Broncos written down here again but we already talked about the Broncos not going to talk about them uh, I want to talk about running Real quick, I um, Beck and I, we want we were going to sign up for a charity thing. I'm probably not going to sign up for it just in terms of the charity, but I am going to do it because I want a bit of a challenge. Now I know people are going, oh, righto, Tomo, righto, as king of the couch, motherfucker. You're always talking about challenges and stuff like that. I am always talking about challenges. You know, I'm out there. I'm one of those guys that's doing it. Sometimes I achieve, sometimes I don't. But I'm always telling you, and I always put my balls on the line. So. It, who knows? I might inspire someone that's uninspirable when they're listening to this podcast. So. My new challenge, my next challenge is, and look, the, this eight-week challenge I've been doing with Stu, ah, yeah, not too bad. Um, probably eating a lot more shitty food and drinking a lot more beers than I intended to, but I've still been somewhat okay, I feel. But no, running. Running's a thing that I have a love-hate relationship with. I, I, I like running, and if I get into a good, um, a good rhythm with running, I will stick with it. But it's one of those things you, you've got to just keep going. It's like it's a definite... Um, habitual thing running i so what i was getting at in in may she saw a thing called 50k may right and it doesn't sound like that much but it's one of these things you just got to stick to it for like 30 days or whatever the fuck may is 31 days so if you break up 50ks a day for those days it's like 1.66ks a day so if you literally do 1.66ks every day which i'm sure most people are doing but if a dedicated 1.66ks a day you'll hit 50ks in may now for me i, I, I want to do a minimum of 50ks in may but i'm basically going to put it out there and do as many k's as i can in may um no less than 50 but i'm going to keep running and running and running this is in conjunction with going to the gym and stuff like that i went for a, a run 4.02 k's before the show tonight for dinner and felt pretty good about it my legs i don't think i have the best running shoes frankly but i i felt good because i went for a run i feel clear after a run yeah i'm sweaty as fuck and i needed to have a shower but i feel clear after a one a run you know it's it's a good thing so i was thinking about doing a little king of the couch run club just for the month see if anyone wants to join i'm sure there's people in this podcast that might run or might maybe need to kick up the ass need some motivation need some help need some accountability frankly 99 percent of the time I, i'm not even doing this for fucking content I, I do this because i fully want to uh there's always someone if i say this jared jared sukjai the conspiracy legend himself that comes on the show every time i mention something he's always pinning me he's like i thought you were drinking coffee this week i thought you were drinking a beer this week i thought you were doing that i'm like motherfucker he listens to the show accountability and i always think about that i'm always like yep no nah, you got me good you got me good fella so 
Yeah, 50K May. Anyone that wants to join me, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook if you are listening and we'll keep each other accountable and I'll set up. I've got Strava. I use that to, to do all my running and I'll set up a King of the Couch run club. Who knows? Could even make a shirt for it. I don't know. But yeah, 50K May. We're going to uh, we're gonna run it, May. We're going to have a good, good running time. So that's me putting my balls on the line again, looking for that accountability. So if you want to run, get in touch. Righto. Saw a little thing the other day. I wanted to bring it up. I feel like each week I've been coming into the show with sort of a new, I don't want to say cancel culture, woke culture, something along those lines. But I just saw this one. It's a little bit different. But basically it was a um, NRL investigating after Parramatta Eels player allegedly in toilet sex state sex tape scandal sex tapes how good is sex tapes it's been a while since i've seen a sex tape i remember being like fairly young and seeing the tommy lee and pamela anderson sex tape and i was always like it's one of those things it does get you in you know what i mean if someone's like i've got a sex tape of someone you're just like oh oh give us a look real quick i'm not paying for it but yeah give us a look real quick i like tommy lee pamela anderson you know and i just yeah i just it was one of those things as a kid just I remember it, Tommy Lee's big fucking, big drumstick, you know? Um, but sex tapes, they're, they're a thing. It was just, I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about this because I feel like, so the NRL, and this is probably a societal problem too, but the NRL have this thing called the integrity unit, which I love it that they've got a unit that's like there just to instill integrity in the players and, and the, the fucking whole thing, you know? Um, but anyway, a rugby player from the Parramatta Eels is allegedly at the center of a sex tape scandal being investigated by the nrl so i don't know who it was i i have my tips on dylan brown for the the Parramatta eels it's a very pixelated picture i'm looking at here and it looks like he might have the sheila bent over i'm not sure but look the people get so up in arms about this and i know the nrl they kind of have to look like they're doing a thing and this is probably all it is really i'm probably just getting steamed up over hot air but like i'm not really one of those people that gets bent out of shape about a sex tape or a scandal what i do get more bent out of shape about is the person that's there filming the sex tape that is then releasing it to the media you know what i mean saying hey listen i've got this fucking parent well i've got an nrl player just he obviously knew who he was because you know how else would you sell the picture you know how else would you sell the film sorry but that's it that's that's where the integrity lies you know what i mean but it's like the video has been illegally filmed without consent and that an attempt is made to distribute the video to media outlets and on social media platforms, the statement reads. Um, the club is informed the NRL Integrity Unit is taking the matter very seriously, particularly given the potential invasion of privacy of those involved. Okay, I get that. I get that. It's good. It's good to see that they're, they're handling it like that. But generally speaking, it's the player that's usually getting, getting the rap on the knuckles for this. You know, look, who knows? We were all young once. Fuck, some of us are even old now, but we'll probably still do a bit of this action. You get steamed up sometimes, you know what I mean? And people fall in love temporarily for that evening. And if this is what they feel compelled to do in the privacy of a public toilet, that just may what they be what they want to do. It it beg it begs the you know the question. It's like there's that pervert in there that's like trying to look for fucking someone to film something to film you know they're over the toilet door that's the real problem of society right now not the people that are trying to get off in the toilet with each other just had a few nights had a probably having a lovely evening you know and that was the way they saw fit to sort of end on it potentially but no there's a little weirdo uh, man or woman i don't know man or woman with the camera over filming it 
trying to fucking sell it for a quick buck, you know what I mean? People that do that, they've got no soul. They're just whatever. They'll wake up one day and go, that was a dog move. But hopefully, look, I hope if this NRL player is is caught out that he uh, he doesn't get in trouble for it because, you know, it is what it is. You get a few drinks in. As I said, we've all fallen in love temporarily and sometimes it's the best night of your life and then you wake up and you're fucking hell, that was bad, that bad decision. But it is what it is, you know what I mean? As the ever-wise Hank Moody once said, a morning of awkwardness is far better than a night of loneliness. So I'll just let you marinate on that. But anyway, I don't know. I thought I saw that one and these sex tape scandals and things like that. I thought sex tapes had gone out of fashion, frankly. You know, they were done back in the day. But the internet is just rife with porno. It's just like, does it even is it even a thing? You know, I've probably just totally gone against what I was saying earlier about watching a sex tape if it was ever presented to you. But actually seeking it out and looking for it, I mean, I think gone on the days of the Paris Hilton sex tapes, the, the Kim Kardashian sex tapes, the uh, the Tommy Lee sex tapes. These are all just like, uh, it is what, you know, a lot of these people have gone on and just made really, really successful things. Kim Kardashian, the the the... The poster girl for the sex tape turned billionaire. So it, not even tied to a bad thing, the old sex tapes. But it's been a while, you know. It's been a while. But anyway, I don't know. King's riffing, and that's the show. That's what we talk about, and I like that. Shorter show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. A couple more things to talk about. The X-Files. I've just started watching the X-Files. I don't know why I've just started watching the X-Files, but I felt compelled. So probably about three years ago, I was in New York uh, with Jordan Matt Langshear and a few other people and it was really good and I just my body clock was off and I kept waking up at like 3 30 4 o'clock in the morning and I just remember at the end of my bed they had this fuck off like big plasma tv and I every time I put the tv on x-files was on and I don't know if it's because of the copious amounts of drinks I'd had maybe coming into bed or what was it play who knows but Every time X-Files was on, I was just glued to the television, you know? I wanted to watch the X-Files, and it was so fun. So I seen that they just uploaded the whole series on Amazon Prime the other day. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to start watching it. There's like a thousand episodes. It feels like there's like a thousand episodes, and they're all like an hour long. It's ridiculous. But I'm stuck into it. I'm really into it. And it's slightly scary, to be honest. Mulder and Scully, you know, David Duchovny, he's great in that, and he's great as Hank Moody in Californication. Oh, frankly, I love the guy. I've, I've rebooted Californication as well. There's my belt for the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not even having a beer tonight, just water, and I still managed to get a belt out for you. It's part of the show. Hank Moody, Californication. If you've never seen it, go and watch it. Probably one of the best shows ever made. I love it. We'll talk about it in another light. But, yeah, X-Files. And it just got me thinking, I don't know why, because it's very alien heavy, obviously. It's like, do you believe? It's like, it made me ask the question, do I believe in aliens? I think I do. I think that aliens are real. I know Joe Rogan's always talking about UFOs and aliens and stuff like that. I'd love to get like an alien or a UFO person on this show and riff on it. On, on the side of that, yeah, aliens do exist and I've fucking met one of them. I know that there are among us. There's probably aliens among us. It's just a thing. But that show really gets you thinking. I know uh, probably some of the older listeners have probably watched The X-Files. Um, I only ever watched like four or five episodes when I was in New York, random times of the morning. And now I'm watching on Amazon Prime. Every couple of nights I'll put an episode and just sort of fucking chill out watching it. But, oh man, it's a, it's a fun show. And it makes you go, do I believe in aliens? Because I'll... Oh, I think I do. So I liked that. And I wanted to talk to you about that. Any alien fanatics out there, please hit me up. I love having these chats after the show when you get back to me with random bits of information. One more thing I want to talk about tonight, ladies and gentlemen. 
universal signs. So I will say this, and I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pull my finger out because I've got a few days here. So the platform I host this podcast on called Wushka, they have a free plan. So I've I've always I like Wushka. This is not a bag out for Wushka, but it's been a free platform. So I'm, I'm 90 plus episodes in, and I've got away with it this far for free, right? has been things I want to do with the show for quite some time. And it's sort of like half a good idea is half. I don't know. And it's sort of you don't know where to go with it. And it's all about pulling your finger out and getting something done. So um, I'm proud of where we've got to, but I need to get other places with this show. What I'm getting at here is universal signs. So I've been thinking about doing this and want to do that and wrote plans here and blah, 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 blah. Now, I've had a few emails and today I get the final warning. Wooshka are getting rid of the free platform, right? They're moving to a paid a paid platform. So the cheapest plan will be like $37 Australian a month. Doesn't sound like a lot of money, but like I do this show as a hobby. It's fun. I have made a little bit of money off it via the t-shirts, um, but no one pays for me to do this. I just do this because I love doing it and I, and I like to know that people get a kick out of it. You know, it's my way of paying it forward. But now it's like, fuck, I've got to make $37 a month somewhere to get the show back on the airwaves, to stay on the airwaves. So if I don't get this shit sorted by the 1st of May, they're going to delete me off Wishka and all my shit will be pulled from Spotify and iTunes. Now, if that's not the kick up your ass that I need, then I don't know what is. So what I'm getting at here is it's like when you get those signs, take those signs. That was a bit more of an aggressive sign. Um, but yeah, basically I'm going to have to jump off the free platform, start paying some money to keep on the interwebs, and I'm going to have to really move forward with these ideas that I've been thinking of to sort of generate a, a partial bit of income, passive income, if you will. At the very least, I just need $37 a month to pay for the show. So um, I am probably going to be launching like a Patreon page um, very soon just to just in support of the show. So I'll, I'll have some plans and stuff. It's not going to be things that will break your bank, and I don't expect anyone to, to fucking bankrupt themselves to support me. It's not like that um there'll be probably like a like a small donation month to month if if you want to of course and then i'm going to start have start to do like sort of maybe a bonus episodes or bonus content or even different type of merch i've had some i've had some um sort of things going on with the merch and stuff like that i've probably just been putting on ice for that bit too long but it's all cool these are all good things um and these are things that'll make me sort of pull my finger out more because if i want to keep the show on the airwaves it's going to cost me 37 bucks a month and doesn't sound like a lot but it's kind of like instead of hemorrhaging all this cash it's like hey let's see how much money we can make and you know help ourselves out you know so um at this point it's another expense because and it because it's been free i'm like oh fuck i've got to pay for this now but it's been good universal signs i'm taking them anyway that's the king of the couch this is episode 90 i've had a great time with you tonight bit of a shorter bit of a shorter show tonight but that's okay sometimes i waffle on 35 minutes for you down your ear holes for your listening pleasure it's tuesday night i know you normally listen to me by now listen to me on hump day wednesday make love tomorrow it's hump day go and have sex with your loved one god i'm getting steamed up just thinking about it anyway king of the couch get me down your ear holes you've been a beautiful audience like subscribe share pay it forward i'm big on that I love you all. Have a great week. Oh, man,